Hello, welcome to The Word. You can hear this at The Word on Spotify, also Amazon Music and Audible, as well as Apple Podcasts. Working on iHeartRadio, not there yet, but almost there. Also, please see the blog at thewordsummary.blogspot.com. Just trying to help out and study or maybe quick references. Uh, you know, what's in this chapter? What's in this book? Just an overview. Today, February the 9th, Matthew chapter 9. And getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic lying on the bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blasphemous. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, Rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And he rose and went home. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid. <clears throat> And they glorified God who had given such authority to men. And Jesus passed on from there. He saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. Oh, a tax collector. Last episode, we talked about who the Jews despised. Put that on the list as probably number one. And as Jesus reclined at table in the house, Behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard it, he said, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. The healthy doesn't need a doctor. The sick do. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners. Then the disciples of John came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, Can the wedding guest mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. No, no one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. For the patch tears away from the garment, and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins. If it is, the skin bursts, and the wine is spilled, and the skins are destroyed. But the new wine is put into fresh wineskins, and so both are preserved. While he was saying these things to them, behold, a ruler came in and knelt before him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. And Jesus rose and followed him with his disciples. And behold, a woman who had suffered from a discharge of blood for twelve years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. For she said to herself, If I only touch his garment, I will be made well. Faith. Jesus turned and seeing her, he said, Take heart, daughter, your faith has made you well. 
And instantly the woman was made well. And when Jesus came to the ruler's house and saw the flute players in the crowd making a commotion, he said, go away, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But when the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took her by the hand, and the girl arose. And the report of this went through all that district. And as Jesus passed on from there, two blind men followed him, crying aloud, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Yes, Master. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done for you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, See that no one knows about it. But they went away and spread his fame through all their district. As they were going away, behold, a demon-oppressed man who was mute was brought to him. And when the demon had been cast out, the mute man spoke. And the crowds marveled, saying, Never was anything like this seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He cast out demons by the prince of demons. Really? Moving on, verse 35. And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Jesus heals a paralytic. Jesus heals a paralytic. This man is blaspheming, but Jesus knowing their thoughts said, why do you think evil in your hearts? Why are you thinking evil? So to us, we see something good going on. We get cynical, right? We want to go to the worst case scenario. We forget the hope that is in Christ. We forget the hope that is in God. We forget the hope that Jesus intended for us. We become cynical. We become bitter. Jesus is reminding the Pharisees, no, no, what you're seeing, that's the real thing. Don't be cynical. Don't be ugly. This is real. Jesus calls out to Matthew. Matthew, a tax collector. So last episode, I talked about somebody who may be despised more than the Romans. Well, I tell you right now, that was the tax collector because tax collectors at that time and in that area were Jews. They would be of the own people and they were taking taxes from their own people and giving it to another people. The Jews found them atrocious. It's ugly. And if you've seen the uh, the series The Chosen, if you have not, I encourage it. It does have heavy Catholic overtones, but it is a good show. It really is a good. It's very well put together, and it has a lot of truths in it. Many, many truths. I highly encourage it. And Jesus reminds them, the well do not need a physician. Those who are okay. Do not need a doctor, but those who are sick, sinners, need a doctor. 
And guess who are sinners? Well, that's all of us, right? I desire mercy. And then the question about fasting, why do your disciples not fast? Well, at the time they had no they had no need of fasting because they needed to be with Jesus. They needed to do the things that Jesus was doing when Jesus was doing it. They needed to be around. They needed to make sure they didn't miss anything. But here again, it goes back to fasting. Is it absolutely necessary today? Well, if you feel it is necessary, sure. It can help you. It is intended to help you. Remember, we've already discussed before that when you're fasting, don't let people know that you're fasting. Don't let it be seen physically. So if you're fasting and, and your face is contorted or you're hunched over because you're hungry, well, I don't know, whatever it is, that's wrong. Don't do that. So you have to buffet your body is what Paul said. Put the body under subjection. Make sure you're not doing it for being noticed. A girl restored to life and a woman healed. On the way, a woman had issues. And she said to herself, if only I touch his garment. Now remember the centurion in Matthew chapter 8. Faith, great faith. She said, all I need to do is touch his garment and I know I'll be made whole. I know that I'll be made well. I know. See the faith. It's not a, eh, maybe. It is a, I know. I am certain. I am convicted by. That's faith. That's faith. And she was healed. And and the girl rose. You know, it was like, why, why are y'all doing all this? She's not dead. She's sleeping. The power of God, the power of Christ. And then two blind men, he tells them, you know, not to say anything. He heals two blind men, but they go tell it. They run, tell it. I mean, you, you've been blind and all of a sudden you can see. I mean, they, you know, it's hard. And he knew that. Remember Jesus? Jesus was God walking on earth. He knew that. They were going to have trouble. It's okay. And Jesus heals a man unable to speak. He cast out demons by the prince of demons. Now, if you recall the scripture, a house divided cannot stand. A house divided cannot stand. So how can Beelzebul cast out Beelzebul? It's impossible. It would split in two. It would be nothing. But we see again, yet again, that Jesus commands even the demons. Powerful lessons here. I hope this message finds you blessed, and I hope that you have a blessed day.